nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? It just cracks me up so bad. This is going to be a great episode. We have no topics. We have two. And neither of them are really that important. I see Nintendo NX, the thing that nobody knows anything about because Nintendo hasn't said anything and it's all speculation. But there is a little bit of news on it. It's just like the iPhone. Uh, the only news on it is that it will fail because it's too late to compete this generation. Just like the Wii U. Well, you're making us a downer on the way. <laughs> but the Wii... Actually, Wii was actually really good. I'd say the Wii outsold yeah, the Wii. PlayStation Everything. and the Xbox. And then Xbox One and PlayStation yeah. 4 came around and they released the Wii U. Can we save it? The Wii U didn't... Just a couple really... minutes. Just two minutes. Hey, you've been sitting here for the last 20 minutes. We yeah, and yeah, and yeah, and yeah. So if you're going to fucking start, let's fucking start. Welcome, Nerdables, to episode 108. This week we are going to be talking Nintendo's next-gen con- console. And Back to the Future is no longer in the future. And we'll probably talk Star Wars. We'll talk probably the talk of Star Wars. We should totally it. start every single episode like that. <laughs> We're gonna fucking start the episode. Fucking start the episode. Just get rid of the. Uh, just put the explicit on every single one. So we have Chris, Ethan, Shauna, and Sebastian. But we have part of Shauna. Part of Shauna. I'm pretty sure that's Biggie. She's not feeling too good. I think that's Biggie Smalls. It was all a dream. So Biggie Smalls, Biggie Smalls, with your Biggie phone Smalls. That you never turn off. Oh, hamburger. Well, I have to leave it on now because it's recorded. Yeah, but you don't have to. The sounds up. The sounds not up. Well, then how did you just bing? That was here. Oh, there you go. So the iPad's oh. all fucked up. <laughs> so um, I'm surprised every time you get a text message, the lights don't turn off in this house. So. Uh, Nintendo's next X, NX, next X. The NX. The NX. We should call it the NX. The NX, the unofficial name that everyone has officially given it. Uh, Comes out the same day as the iPhone Seven, right? Yes, it does. Uh, uh, There is no official release information on it, and it won't be officially unveiled until next E3. Correct, but they are saying that they want there. There is a long, uh, strong talk that they want to release it. In 2016, because of how bad the Wii U has been doing. Right. And they're still going to... But yeah, the official unveiling will be E3 next year. Now, the Wall Street Journal is uh, reporting that developers are starting to receive um, a somewhat of the system. You know, it's not the final product, but... Probably getting dev kits. Yeah, exactly. So they can start working on, you know, the development. So they can start hopefully having games for 2016. Yeah. I mean, hopefully somebody will break their NDA. But here you go. This is just for Sebastian, so he can go out and do this. There are certain retailers that have it in their system for you to to be able to pre-order it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Seriously, we used to get that when we worked at Game Crazy. As soon as somebody would announce anything, like a system or something, they'd automatically put it in the system and say, start taking pre-orders, start taking pre-orders. Right, when nobody knows what the price point is. Right. It's really, especially, it's it's so bizarre to me to even hear that there are console pre-orders when Amazon.com exists. And, I mean, I, I walked into a Best Buy day two of the Xbox One release and picked it up. So there was no problem finding it. Yeah. At least um, for me. It's like, everyone's like, oh, I waited at midnight. Oh, no, I, I think those days, of, like, I remember with the, it's PS, the PS2 craze was yeah. just insane. Oh, my like, God. I worked at Target at the time that we had a PS2, and 
Yeah, that first day, I think they got less than a dozen. And right. They were getting them in like four at a time, and it was insane. Nowadays, gaming yeah, is, is like, not as niche as it used to be, so well, somebody ordering, yeah, exa- like you said. Well, I think also they, they, they learned a lot from that, from yeah. making sure, like, your system can fail if you don't have your stuff ready to, to go, right, appease three quarters of the people that want it on that first day. When yeah. the Xbox 360 came out, and then the PS3... Um, there was a demand for it greater than there was a supply. Right, but that was... Even with God, the pre-orders. That was, that was 10 years ago. Yeah. So, I mean, the internet has has changed the landscape of buying anything. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, let's put it this way. People were selling the boxes on eBay. Right. Just the box, and were making four or $500, and people were realizing they weren't buying the box. That's why eBay had to go back and change some of their rules. Their rules because of that. But it's different. Like even like with Xbox One, PlayStation Four, it was just one of those things. Like the the way it is now, it's just so much easier. I didn't, you know, I didn't stress about it. It's like, hey, you guys got one of those Xbox Ones? Like, oh yeah, we got like thirty in the back. Let me go get you one. Well, I think okay. that one of the things they did this time was they made they made sure that they had more available than yeah. they did originally. Yeah, and even even with that. If I wanted to, I could still get it on Amazon at the time. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I, supply and demand, yeah. But it, it, the environment is so different now, right? Than it was ten years ago. And it, it, I mean, the only thing that people seem to be going crazy for are amiibos, and uh, people are pretty much being really cutthroat about those because Nintendo is purposefully making <clears throat> limited supply mm-hmm. of them. Well, let's see. Um... But, you know, I, I would tell people not to go out and order this thing right now. Well, yeah, because nobody knows what it is. No one knows what, it's gonna, it's, what it is, it's when it's going to be out. And it's one of those things, like, again, it's, you know, the last thing you need to do is pre-order something and not get what mm-hmm. you thought you were getting. And yeah. then it's like, well, you can't get your money back on that. That's just, baffling, that's just baffling to me. I mean, like, we, like I haven't even heard about this thing until today. And really? Like, and the fact, and this well, now you're, you're already behind, Shauna. You could have already <laughs> pre-ordered it. I know, like, I'm just thinking about like the one guy that goes, I have to have it now. Well, I mean, there, there's very little, I mean, there really is, there's very little information. Yeah. I mean, no one, Nintendo hasn't said anything. Right. No, no one knows what the system's going to be able to do. They, they have said that, you know, there's a lot of speculation that it's going to be able to compete with the Xbox and the uh, PlayStation as far as graphics and things like that. But before... With See, that's, the, the, that's the mistake, though. I mean, Nintendo has that niche... Of being a right. They're not, different system and a different gaming style. They don't want to like be in the hardcore market. Yeah. But even so, people, they don't think they should be. Xbox and PlayStation Four can be like, yeah, we got Call of Duty and Battlefield all they want. But then, for the price of a Xbox One or a PlayStation Four, you can build a PC that's ten times more powerful than the Xbox One will be, and you can constantly upgrade it. Yeah. Well, see, here's one thing though. Well, PC is such a different thing too. I mean. It's, 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 a, it's a very different... PC is a much more hardcore thing. I mean, even hardcore gamers are PC guys. No, yeah. that's where all that's League of Legends, all the MOBAs and stuff. But I just mean in the terms of, like, if you're a hardcore guy on a, on a PS4, I think part of you, that being that hardcore, I can just pick up a controller and turn it off right. for all intents and purposes. But there's also a difference between console gamers and uh, yeah, there's computer a gamers. Of, I, mean, yeah, you could, I mean, if you want to play <clears throat> role-playing games and stuff like that, obviously you're going to want to go with a PC game. a lot more... No, no. You strategy would games, games, things like that. Well, that's like that. the market is on there, but for first-person shooters, you want to go PC because controllers are not good. That's why they used to, when they made the first attempts at putting together the servers so PC players and console players could play with the Xbox 360, they had to stop it because the con the control the console players were being smashed every time because controllers aren't as accurate. They're not as fast. Somebody with a 
bastard with a higher DPI mouse mm-hmm. and a good keyboard and somebody running the game at 120 frames, 240 frames per second. It would also matter with how much RAM your computer had. Yeah. I mean, if you your if if your processor is I mean, this is this is the first console generation where only some of the games are getting the 60 frames per second. Right. And PC players have already been playing on 120 and 240 frames per second for five, six years now. But here, here's the thing. I mean, I, I don't see Nintendo, because I remember back when, when we you know, worked at the stores, and they first were talking about the Wiis, and Wii. You know, they didn't want to have yeah, it's not the necessary. Blu-ray technology. They didn't want to have well, it, it to be more than just the game system. As the fact that as a family fun. Well, no, yeah. it's just the way you operated yeah. the game was different. Because yes. Because you had the nunchucks. Yeah, well, you had a system that was completely different, and for someone like me, that's not like a hardcore game. The the Wii was a lot of fun because it was an easy thing to just pick up, you know, yeah. play baseball, well, play the thing tennis. With Nintendo and, is Nintendo has always been super game casual centric, yeah, and yeah. not entertainment centric, you know. But the one the one game that was the best game on the Wii system was the free one that came with it, the Wii Sports. Well, what's also... I mean, no, Mario, has a no, lot of Mario, stuff, Mario Parties are so... The Mario good. Parties were fun, but... The first Mario Parties were good because they were harder. And that, mm-hmm. whatever the last one was, those mini-games were freaking easy. I'm like, these suck compared to the ones that were earlier. And the yes. Mar- Like, their proprietary games are They're always really good. good. But that's, yeah. And that's the thing that, that Nintendo can can uh, bank on. It's that, that nostalgia. I mean, yeah. I've looked at getting a Wii U just for the fact that I can buy all, I can download all the old Zelda games. Mm-hmm. Right, and you can play like, like I, Star I can Fox. replay all the Zeldas and Star Fox and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. That system's worth it to me. And well, even speaking just, of uh, the even Zelda, just the, the regular sports games were good. So. Speaking of the Zelda game that was announced at E3 last year, mm-hmm. they're saying that may skip the Wii U and be the, on this next gen. I can see that, or I can see them doing like with Twilight Princess, they release them mm-hmm. on both. Yeah, which, but see. Mm-hmm. The Wii, the Wii U's only sold a, a million or ten million co- uh, units, right? Which I mean, that's still that's a lot, but that's nothing it's compared a to drop what, in the bucket. It's it's, but it's makes also, it that's the, also like American numbers too. Because mm-hmm. you look at something like in you look at, the Wii, yeah, but that's totally that, upgrade over the Wii. No, it, it, that's exactly right. It wasn't. It's and, not like I mean, the difference between the three hundred and sixty and the one could you know Microsoft can count, and the PS three <laughs> and PS four was significant enough to. It required you to go get a new system. Right. right. If you had a Wii, I mean, you have a Wii for all intents and purposes. All the stuff that we would still want to do on a Wii, all the stuff we would want to do on a Wii, we can still do on the Wii that you have. How right. many times can you say Wii in one sentence? Yeah. But I think Nintendo also is smart because they know it's not so much about the graphics race. Because, I mean, the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One don't even play games in 1080, really. Right. They're upscaled from 700 or 900p. And that's something that is like... So like the type of graphics that the, a Nintendo anyway, game has... They're usually not have. banking on yeah. hyper-realism. And Except for now they're saying that they, they want, want to, to. They want to try it. And, but I mean, they did that with the N64 when they had things like mm-hmm. GoldenEye and stuff. And if they want to get back into the fighting game market, like with Street Fighter and... Like yeah, even then, I think if you have those games in those old-school arcade-like yeah, graphics... you don't have still to stress too much about them. It's more of just having... You know that playability. That's there. yeah. I think Nintendo's big thing is playability. Yeah, but exactly. here's the thing: they want somebody to be able to pick up a controller, you know, or pick up their pad and yeah. and jump in, yeah. and that's fine. They're they're going for the casual market, and I think that's smart. And I think you know, they you know, of course, there's always room to be concerned, especially when you know everyone else is like, yeah, we got to Call of Duty, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, we don't need Call of Duty. There's only so long you can say that before 
the audience you have moves on to something else, or it's like, I mean... Well, they had, I, I mean, love, you, they I, did have Call of Duty on the Wii and the Wii U. But right, but they were not... It was a dumbed-down version. Yeah, basically. but it's also that thing, is like, it's like, you can only play, you know, you can only have a Nintendo like machine. You gotta shake the nunchuck to shoot. That'd yeah, awesome. you, your nunchuck would allow you to... To like strafe and yeah, say, until you get to the point where you actually trigger. have like the old Nintendo gun mm-hmm. and have something on so your go. arms that like you would move with well, the you gun. Could. That would be that's the coolest thing. Like that's where I was like, they they could have done so much that they weren't able to do. Like oh, you had a Wii, you know, you, the, the, you had that sword fighting game early mm-hmm. on or whatever. Nothing that really came up of that. Yeah. They never really had the Star Wars game that everybody wanted. Just right. a lightsaber trainer slash, right. you know, kick your. But it's also, I think they overestimated how much people would enjoy, how how much longevity their gimmick would have. You know, motion controls are really fun, but you can only do motion controls so much. Even with things like Kinect or the PlayStation Eye, there's only so much moving around you mm-hmm. want to do before you go, well, yeah, I really just want to sit down and pick up control. Well, as I said, well, the, the, the PlayStation motion controller went out real quick. I mean, yeah, it came in was, and out. What, yeah. they, what they tried to do with the motion controller was... It was more, the PlayStation system was supposed to be more precise in that if you turned the controller, mm-hmm. you rotated it on its axis, it was supposed to be able to translate into the game, and it never did it. No. And that's the thing. With a Wii game, with a motion control game like the Wii used, they were fairly simple. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and that, I think that actually, it, it continues that you keep going, because you have something that uh, that everybody can play. It's a party game. It's a party right. game. I mean, we used to do all the, the bowling and baseball tournaments when yeah. we were there. And, so. and, uh, and, and hopefully they maintain, because pretty much the, the two big consoles have moved away from uh, co-op games. Mm-hmm. Everything is co-op online. No, your friends are only in Argentina. Exactly. You don't have any friends here. Exactly. And that's the thing. It's like, you realize like, in this table, not a single one of us has played a game with the other person in something like nine months. Right. And, that, and that's what, so that's what that's amuses me. That's about nine months. That's what amuses me so much When I got the Halo that. Master Chief collection. It's the we, last time any of us picked up a controller at the same time. Yeah, no, which it's is, not. We were playing Lego uh, Jurassic World. A no, couple I was ago. playing Lego Jurassic World. You were off in the middle of fucking nowhere, and I'm like, can we just like <laughs> move and build some shit? Right, but that also says something about like the simplicity of something like Lego versus Halo, which is like, to get this thing to at least chug along at 60 frames per second, we had to get rid of all local mm-hmm. co-op. And it's like, but I love co-op with my friends. Oh, now my friend has to have an X. Ex- Why do you even sell extra controllers then, Microsoft and right. PlayStation? Close to it. There's no reason to sell them. Sure, I miss the days. I mean, I've, Eric and I used to spend entire days playing the first Call of Duty or Tom Clancy or Halo just one on one with the right. split screen because that's always funny. You're looking at the other screen like, okay, now yeah. I know where. And that was great. even even on even playing on the internet like when with like the last Halo game, you could have four people together playing online against other people, and you had your own team for, and that was awesome. And now it's gone. It's like the last bastion of of multiplayer co op has finally sort of given up and been like, there's no future in this for us until Microsoft and Sony decide that they want to actually make powerful consoles versus getting you know parts that are three or four years old for manufacturers because that's all they can but then we're already looking overhead. at five six hundred dollar systems no, that's when they first come, when they first come out yeah well, that's because they tried to force a connect on you mm-hmm. for 499 <laughs> but you know, I mean well you know and it came we're going in to watch you masturbate the price i mean like if you looked at the uh when the, uh, uh, the playstation 4, 4. Don't worry, that's that's all it was Gotta gotta get all that data. Yeah. As soon as the connect came out, that was the first thing I remember just going, 
So what they're going to do is everyone, they're going to say, well, it's to play the games and everything. And you know every frat boy in this country would, hey, check this out. <laughs> My character's masturbating. Check it out. <laughs> and you know they're recording you. Yeah? Like, you know it's there. But the first time when I went to... um. When Sebastian was like, hey, come look at my Xbox One. He turned on, he turned on Is that what they call it now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the, the X-Bone, whatever. Um, That's what we called it, yeah. The, the first time we talked, that was one of our early shows. The X-Bone. called the X-Bone. The X-Bone It was the Sex Box Bone One. <laughs> oh, God. It's never going to leave my mind now. Thank you. <laughs> um, but, like, he's like, he turned on the camera, like, the most accepting camera, and I'm just like, I feel very violated right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wait, I kind of feel like there's some dude at Microsoft, like, the lone dude at Microsoft headquarters, just like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Sean and Girls watching. <laughs> he's, got, he's got his popcorn and all these monitors it's up there. It's from South Park, the guy sitting at the console. <laughs> but it's also weird, too, because like, it's one of those things, like, that's sort of, like, their big concern, and, like, you know, that, like, privacy is a huge issue nowadays, since mm-hmm. it's kind of a fascinating direction to take it and you know th- those are sort of the risks you can turn it off if you want to and you can turn off the can voice you? command yeah you can really yeah yeah can you confirm you can't can you confirm that creepy dude is not watching you that's how you turn it off but i mean at, the thing is, is that especially people te- are tech savvy as as gamers <laughs> they're usually pretty quick to find out because when facebook does an update on your phone and they got in trouble for this where it's actually been you know people are like why has my battery been draining? How come I'm getting ads about conversations that I've had I've not done any searches for? And people found out that they had purposefully left the mics on so that people, when somebody said something like, it's like, oh, I think we got I think we got I think we may have, you know, like rats or something. We got to call an exterminator. And then on the Facebook <laughs> sidebar on the Facebook app and the phone would be, an, you know, like an Orkin ad. It's like, I don't remember typing this in. That was, and, a, that was a big change from when you... Honey, were, we're out of lube. When they're just looking and going, hey... Relationship status, single, everything on the left-hand side. Date now. Date, date now, now, yeah. Date now. Match.com, singles.com, matchsingles.com. Honey, your vibrator's broken. broken. Oh, oh God. You have a poken? It's poken. stick? <laughs> I know, I've been getting all these specific ads, too, just like for action figures. Well, that's what everything like, is. I mean, <laughs> every, that's, also, is, that's also Google targeting, too. It's Google, Google targeting, yeah. supermarkets do this. That's, yeah. that's all those club cards were, was... <laughs> The club card would keep track of what you're purchasing, and then it would make your coupons based on, like, if you buy a lot of cheese and a lot of bread, they're going to give you coupons for bread and cheese. Target still does that. Target, uh, yeah, Target, still Target does that with your cards. So uh, anyways, yeah. uh, the Nintendo NX, or whatever they're going to call it, they're talking it being a home console game as well as a handheld that you can take with you. Now, if they can put the power of the Xbox One or the PlayStation 4 into that where it's also a handheld that would be interesting they kind of do it now with the, the pad the so game pad, the pad have a, yeah because you can a... take it anywhere in your house and use it and but it... that's but that's only as powerful as the right. Wii U you're not talking Xbox One or PlayStation right. 4 uh, the, I I doubt there'll be too much that they can do with that I mean it's just but that's just a matter of like the of, of cost and how prohibitive it is to stick all of that in there. I mean, you see how big the consoles are on their own. You're either going to have to carry around something that's, like, really, you know, like, it's going to have to be, like, solid state. Right. You know, with a lot of really small architecture. It's going to be, like, carrying around an iPad or something right. a lot thicker. Right. You would carry the console on your back. And then... um, like a proton pack of exactly. a console. <laughs> <laughs> that's the power supply for it. Why are all these gamers all buff? Well, they're carrying around a damn game system all day. <laughs> Uh, so what do you think about, they're, they're saying, one of the things that we do know so far that they're saying is not a rumor, but it is true, that it won't support Android. 
Well, because I, I remember when they first were talking about it, that was the big thing, because I know Google's trying to market like their mm-hmm. operate like like a new operating system for game consoles and it kind of went with like the Ouya box and whatnot. And no, Nintendo is super proprietary. They like that's one of those things like, yeah, that rumor I'm sure would get smashed immediately. Yeah. It's like no, they would not turn to somebody else for their operating system. They make everything themselves. But it, I mean it would be interesting to see like a Mario or a Zelda or something done with like the Unreal you know, engine or something. It's a Mario. Yeah, but Nintendo uh, Nintendo sort of takes well, that Apple approach like they they make the software to work with their hardware really well and it shows they know how to get every every last drop of power out of it. You do a realistic Mario so when he does hit the you know, hit the bricks and everything his oh. he splats. He splats. <laughs> he get, he starts getting a lump on the top of his head. scene where they go home. It's the Mario brother. He gets a concussion by my real name. I'm a Sonic Green Mario. That's my favorite thing ever. I can just Green Mario. As you, you can always tell who had the system and who went to somebody else's house to play it by whose favorite character in Mario Brothers that is. Because if you're like me and you love Luigi, that meant you didn't have a Nintendo when you were a kid. You had to ride over to Eric's house and just sit there and wait as you fill it, finished like 65 levels in a row before you actually got a chance to pick up the controller and play as a second player as Luigi. And because it was a stupid D-pad, nobody knew what the fuck to do with the D-pad. Like, doo, doo. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, never mind. I'm just not going to be here for two hours. Luigi, I love Luigi. Luigi was awesome. Because that's I'm why they gave. That's why they Mario. Green Mario. Green Mario. It's a green Mario. It's a green Mario. Um, I'm here to be a second player because you're a bitch. Did anyone pick up the Wii U? No. There's no. But like, because did you have the Wii? I have the Wii. I guess. Shut up. I didn't pick it up because all the games I want on it are the games that I love, but I can't buy an entire console for, like, three games. Donkey Kong, Star Fox, and Zelda. I just can't justify that. that, 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 Most people bought a PS4 for Destiny. And then they got really, really sad <laughs> after like I, I was going to buy. I was going to buy it for eighteen. Uh, was it eighteen eighty nine or eighteen ninety two or whatever the one? No. Oh, so you, okay. So in terms of Zelda, is every former Zelda game available on the Wii U? Uh, yeah, through the store. Okay. Through the through the Nintendo Play Store. But you can't get that for your Wii. No, you can get yeah, that. Yeah, you can get that. Okay, so that's basically like the Nintendo. Well, Wii that's what I'm saying. Is you're saying you can't buy it for three. So you're talking about a new I'm talking console. the new. Okay, I'm talking okay, the new okay. games. Like like the old the back catalog of games is massive. I mean, you can even get those games on like the Nintendo 3DS. But I, yeah. I'm talking like for newer games, just going in like when they made their big announcements. Like we've got a new you know yeah, Star Fox and yeah. Donkey Kong. The 3DS is the thing I keep looking at going. I kind of want to buy that. Yeah, and and Super Smash Brothers, and I go like. Four like four new games like I can't do it. I'm sorry. Well, they, and Nintendo is saying I do too. Mm-hmm. Nintendo is saying that they will uh, they will continue supporting the Wii U and the yeah. 3DS after launch. Yeah, yeah they they're, they're, they're usually good. At PlayStation said the same thing, and then within a week, you're like, all you PS3 owners, you're idiots. You better buy a four. Um, would you? Well, it's I mean, also because it's America too. In Japan, they still have brand new PS3 games coming that's out. Right, it is America. Damn it. They do it. They, yeah, they always support it for five years after. Um, is there anything that Nintendo could add to this new system that would make you want to buy it? If if well, no, no, that's not necessarily. The problem is, is that like exclusivity is slowly disappearing from the console market. And well, don't you think Nintendo would be the only one that still has that? 
Well, not so much exclusivity for like Mario games. I'm talking like it's like if if, no. if one day somewhere down the line it's like oh they, like you could get a competent like Battlefield game on the Wii, or you could get you know a competently done Tomb Raider that's not you know that's not dumbed down or watered down for graphics and gameplay and stuff. Like then I'd be like yeah then I would you know just we get, get one you, console you that would have the Nintendo. We Do you think that Nintendo should get out of the console market and either stick with a handheld or just develop games? No, because they got. They have uh, they have a huge market in Japan. Like you can't look at it as only yeah. That's the thing. Looking at the thing. Wii U was like, oh, it failed in America. I'm sure it made its money back. Most of the ten you million make, was sold in in you don't make Europe and Asia on your systems. Yeah, that they also the, but the curse of the Wii U was they also put out the Wii U like three years after mm-hmm. the Wii. You know, because the Wii was already underpowered when it came out. Right. Then they did the Wii, which was already underpowered by the time everyone knew the Xbox One and PlayStation 4 were coming out. But they've been like that. The GameCube was underpowered compared to the PlayStation 1. Right. But at least the GameCube was around for like 10 years before Mm -hmm. the Wii. So, uh, but that's the big thing. Is like, my, it, I think they sort of need to put their I think focus into just giving you power. Right now, is that we should totally hook up the Wii. Just, go and just, play Wii just build a computer. Uh, well, I will smoke just, you at that basketball game. Just build I, a computer. Just I would, except for the fact that Amelia ate the cord, so I have to get a new uh, cord that connects to the that's TV. That's not a nice thing to talk about. <laughs> No, if, if, if nobody, if nobody, if nobody listening today says she was your dog, then I don't know. <laughs> that's why I wasn't gonna say anything. Amelia ate the cord. I wonder who's in this house that's eating cord. Like, Amelia. Amelia. Amelia Pond. She ate the cord. No, she's a yeah, she travels she back like... in time. No, stop it. No. Speaking no. of traveling in time, oh. Segway. <laughs> do time travelers routinely eat love? Plastic and metal. Yeah. Which is an acquired taste from. Don't you know that? Speaking no. of traveling in time, they do it all the time. Last Wednesday saw Back to the Future Day. Yes, and uh, today is the last official Back to the Future Day because the uh, Universal Studios riot took place uh, on October twenty fifth, twenty fifteen. So, just uh, you know, every week four <laughs> days surprises me with shit that I have no idea. I know, right? So it's you, amazing. So that's right. You get you go to the Institute of Future Technology, and then you go four days into the future after. So Marty today we were supposed kids. to go back and see the dinosaur. Yes, and if you the have really the DVD or Blu-ray set, you can watch. Uh, you can watch that at home on your TVs. <sighs> Just have somebody you know sit down in an office chair, and then they have the right on the on the yeah. Oh, it's on, it's on the <laughs> have somebody sit down behind you and can shake you your chair. It? Yeah, you watch okay, it. I want to watch it. I missed that right. Yeah, so yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll put too. you in an office chair, and then I'll shake the chair. Okay, good. And then you know he'll roll you side to side. I wouldn't do that. Right now, so Sean doesn't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got the, yeah, the, the DVD also has all of the uh, ride, uh, the ride uh, video monitors for the line cues. And coincidentally, since this is a comic book podcast, the director of the Back to the Future ride is the director of Ant Man. Yes, he is. Yeah. Um, and Bring It On. But this, you're right, dude. <laughs> neither here nor there. <laughs> hey, Bring It On was a good movie. No, it's, it's cute. I just. Um, it's spun. It's spun several sequels well, and bring it on. A, bring it on is awesome. And also a, uh, a Broadway play. I keep forgetting that that movie has yes, it does. Like three or four sequels. Quality. It has like fifty sequels. Am I the only one that has to see Bring It On? Probably. Is You're the only one that looks like you should be in Bring It On right now. But. <laughs> you know what's funny? Out of a table, out of what? <laughs> Four guys and one girl, and the one girl didn't want it. I love how long it took Ethan's like, I don't know if I have a table of two, three, one, two, three. Four guys and zero, one, one, one girl. The girl's the one that hasn't seen Bring It On. It's got Kirsten Dunst and uh, other people. And other, other people. Oh Kirsten Dunst, Gabriel Union, 
Uh, Elijah Dushku. And the guy from Swim Fan. Kirsten Dunst and others. Swim Fan? Yeah, he what? was the lead in that. Hey, Elijah Dushku. Jesse Metcalf, I think, is in it? I think so. Yeah. That the, the, that, well, they just did the reunion. Is that the murder mystery movie? Yeah. Like the, like the swimmer? He's, he's like a swimmer people? and has a... And she yeah. has a groupie, then she ends up killing his girlfriend and a bunch yeah. of other people what because she's his... She's obsessed with him. Yeah. I remember seeing a commercial for that a long time ago, and I still have no and interest. None of those guys are working today. So, Back to the Future. <laughs> Let's get back to Back to the Future. Yeah. Um, did you think that it was going to be as big of a deal? To this day? Yeah. Yes, because for the last ten years, people have been posting the stupid Photoshop photo of the time circuits just with, whatev- with whatever day people have wanted. And, and just people saying, oh my god, yeah. And, and it wasn't until Universal's like, all right, it's actually anniversary time. Yeah. That it's like everyone finally got it. Yeah, I mean, I here's the thing. Robert Zemeckis and Bob Yale and Universal know what they have. Mm-hmm. And they know that they don't need to go the route of like they don't they, they know that their franchise is not dead because there's still a lot of love left from the fans so they know they can actually do really big stuff for it right and have a lot of fun they can do well, not anymore well not anymore no but they still have to they can do stuff for the 30th anniversary and whatnot like did but, you see Christopher Lloyd said he'd love to do a Back to the Future 4 yeah and he's and never gonna get one after seeing him on Jimmy Fallon oh boy no or Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel. I I don't think he has long to live already. I, I don't, not that I, that I feel he was sick, but he's also, he's, he's already really old. He so if it looks comes old up, back then. But he looked really bad. Yeah. But his, it's uh, the... His, uh, I mean, Michael J. Fox looked better than he did. His Klingon commander is not going to make it. Commander Kirch. Commander Kirch. I knew you knew the name. <laughs> but here's the, here's the really important question, though. How do you think the people in 1955 celebrated that day? Boo. Like, when they went I back think, in time. I think they celebrated that is the greatest... Stupidest thing I've ever seen. The amount of people who ask the question in all seriousness, I wonder what they did in 1955 to celebrate the moment that Michael J. Fox was supposed to were, go back in time. Were they serious? Yes. There, were, there was there's people. A, there's a were. number of Facebook screenshots oh of people who are seriously saying, because we were like, you don't understand, the movie wasn't made until 1985. I understand that. I know it was made in 1985. I'm talking about the people in 1955. Why did you know? I just wonder what it was like in 1955 when that date came out. And I just thought that's <laughs> the dumbest. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like it's just like the people that are saying you're if shitting me. Oh my if, god! If the government has, um, if the, the government had a million dollars to give to three three hundred oh, million people in America, the government has three hundred million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So one dollar <laughs> for three hundred million yeah. people. That's what it is. It's just like you don't understand. It's exponential. It's three billion dollars. No, it's not. Yeah. But it's the it, like for me the big thing is like they have fun with it. Like like USA Today got in on it. Yeah. With doing the uh, Did you front find page. That? I couldn't find it. Did uh, you? You can order. You could order it on the on the USA Today website. They'll ship it to you. Okay. I wanted because I wanted one. I, it's I was like, gonna it was frame like four it. bucks. Yeah, and they they'll ship you the newspaper from the day. Uh, you know, Pepsi did their botched limited edition Oops. release of the bottle, <laughs> but still, it's it's that you know that level of fun. Yeah, Nike is yeah, doing that's, that's actual 
you know, that's, yeah, it's an entirely different discussion. Nike is doing actual power lacing Nike airbags. That won't be out until 2016. But they're another Michael J. Fox Foundation release. Mm-hmm. If you want a pair of those shoes, there is a licensed replica that you can buy. The only thing it's missing are the Nike logos because Nike does not license out their logo to anyone. Right. But it doesn't actually... Uh... It doesn't lace, but it's uh, they're like elastic bands. Uh-huh. So you can slide your shoe in there and then you close the Velcro on the top around right. your ankles and... It has somewhat of a light up, and it does it does light up like the shoes. It's really cool. Uh, you know, you can Mattel made a hoverboard, but you can also get good, or you can at least get decent. You know, Halloween prop. Hey, you know, Lexus made a hoverboard. Yes, they did. It doesn't go very far, and it can only it can only travel surfaces. on metal surfaces. So it's just like. Yep, yeah, and it much. smokes the whole time. Yep, because it runs off like liquid nitrogen or yeah. something like uh-huh. that. What else? Are they, uh, Nike's actually re-releasing though. If you if you prefer the true Mar- Marty shoe, is they're actually redoing the Nike Bruin, mm-hmm. and they're going to sell it on Nike Lab, and that's his 80, not his eighty-five shoe. Yeah, his eighty-five shoe that he wears in all three movies. See, that's kind of a cool one too. Yeah, but it's going to be available through NikeLab.com. I think on the I think. In the next couple days, mm-hmm. they'll say, like, hey, go on here. You order. It's not a limited edition. It sucks, though. We've got to go all the way back to 1885 to buy that train. That's what yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, just all of the, like, Loot Crate put in, like, a miniature mm-hmm. hoverboard for the month. So it's like... The comic book did really well, too. Yeah, the comic book came did out. You, I, I, didn't even realize, I didn't even realize that uh, Marvel was getting it with the Deadpool uh They did a cable. Deadpool variant, yeah. And uh, it's, it's fun. It's a beloved movie. And, you know, the, the, to say what you want about what-ifs, but I'm sure if there were no Jurassic World, but if they were to celebrate the Jurassic Park anniversary by doing really cool dinosaur TV specials and putting out new action figures and stuff... There would be that level mm-hmm. of, well, even of love. Jurassic World really... It's the thing with these type of films. Is Jurassic World plays off of the nostalgia for Jurassic Park right. in and of itself. Yes. Right. I mean, that, that movie... If they made that movie even five years ago, I don't think it would have been as nearly as successful. It was after the anniversary, after the re-release of 3D. Right. They're seeing as people went to the 3D release, as people are going back to when it was... I've seen Jurassic Park in the movie theater three times in the last two years because I went to 3D showings twice and I went to see it when it was um, do like an arc light presents. Uh, no it was a, it was no uh, it was Chris's Wednesday Guardian, night Wednesday. Guardians of the Galaxy and you're wearing no, a shirt it. right now that is a take yeah, on it yeah well it's a, it's a it's such a well designed symbol yeah um, yeah no it uh, was the, the, the local theater the, the Regal in, in um Thousand Oaks every Wednesday plays like a classic film. And even for, I mean, even for Ghostbusters, again, that's another situation, like, despite the remake on coming, they did the video game in 2009 for the 25th anniversary. Mattel put out replicas of the trap and the PKE meter and the paragoggles and the Neutrona wand. And they did an entire line. Yeah, Lego. But but this one's a little bit different because it's a date and, you know, right. I mean, well, it, yeah, it's, it's a specific it's thing. A specific it's just like, it's just well, like we're going to get to the point at some point where the, you, you, you arrive at the year and day that James T. Kirk was born. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's somewhere. I mean, it's going to be a long time. Who knows? If, hey, well, everybody's well, I, going, well, you know. And if, and, if, and if Sony was smart, February 14th, 2016 would be a huge day for Ghostbusters because that is the end of the world from uh, Peter Rankin's TV show when he interviews the crazy woman. Oh, yeah. So it's one of those things like, you can have well, that's fun. From, that's from two, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, doing his, uh, he's doing his world of the psychic, and yeah. she tells him February 16th, 20, uh, February 14th, 2016. Well, there were a lot of people that were disappointed that there were a lot of differences between the the Back to the Future nineteen or 2015 and the... Well, that's, actual a, that's always the problem when you put a date on something. Right. right. 
but you can still have fun with it. I mean, but they, they, they you know what? Everybody doesn't have to worry. Everybody doesn't have to worry because in 2017, that's when Running Man took place. Yes. So we may get to that point as a society. But it's the, Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be in an F race <laughs> for his life in 2017. Just make it a phony reality show. So go around it. Let's go around it. You could do it. You just make a fake reality show with Arnold. You know, there's a real There is one. I've never seen Running Man. fire. That's what's going to be The Apprentice. The Apprentice is going to be That's how they're going to do it. Apprentice is going to be Running Man. Yeah, you're here to learn how to do the business. You get the things of the businesses for instead. Fight young Jesse Ventura. Yeah, we're going to have you run around and try and kill each other. And, you know, if you lose, I'll say, you're running out of time, you know, and then I'm going to see you go by. All I know is, as we said, I think we said it on the show, when he fires somebody, they need to go upstairs because they have to get to the choppers. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I see that thing. It's like I would. Been I would watch. I would watch yeah, one episode terminated. of The Apprentice just to hear him say that. Dude, I'd watch every episode of The Apprentice just to get to. You know, and he has to hold him over the you edge. Made, uh, you know, you made the lollipop and it didn't really sell very well. That's really your fault. So I'm sorry, but you're terminated. Now get to the chopper, and they gotta go upstairs again. They're like. I don't know why Jim turned on me because, you know, I told him about how amazing it was if we made a lollipop. Sir, how does this, how does this correspond with you running a Fortune 500 company? Well, there's a lot of Fortune 500 companies that made lollipops. I mean, that's, the, that's the genius of that show. Is Harlan Ellison going to sue them the moment he says... What's funny, what's so funny about this is all four of us, I'm, I'm looking around the table as we're watching Chris do these voices and everything, mm. we're just all kind of like mesmerized by, <laughs> by the fact that... Sometimes things work out. It's, just really great. it's like a Kermit the Frog on mm, crack. Kermit the Frog. Yeah, um, okay, so go around the table. What did you guys do on uh, for Back to the Future Day, Chris? I worked. Did you do anything? Special? I, I worked. Ethan? That's, that's as special as it gets in my life. I worked. I'm going to say Sebastian. I watched the movies. Shauna? I worked, um, and then I went over to his house and watched two we watched and three. two and three. I, I worked, but then I, I watched one and one. two. Because I watched the specifically, like, the 2015 movie is what it's like. Like, I, I want to get there first. Cause well, it's, why is three in it? Because, at the end, it's a cliffhanger. See, I watched one and two because one... At the end of it, he goes to, you know, that's when they leave to go. Come do something about your kids. We've got ten years to figure out a script, and we just made it really late. So the whole point of bringing Marty to the future is his kids are dorks? Yes. Doc was just looking out. He doesn't want Marty's kids to be bad and go to jail. But here's the thing, though. Couldn't Doc have stopped it, though? Why does Doc have to take him to the future to save it then? Why can't he just wait? Or just tell Marty then and just, well, just well, like, hey, by the we way, don't know. in 30 years, your kids are going to be lame. So make sure they're not lame. And you're going to end up hurting yourself because of a car accident. Can't, yeah. No, he can't interfere with the past, but he's more than willing to change the present. Yeah. Because he changed the present of 2015. He didn't change Marty's past to avoid that accident entirely. That's true. Well, and I guess when, if you look at and the we first don't, one. And we don't know if, like, here's, I suppose because it's, because it's time travel, we don't know if... The doc who would age normally by thirty years to get to twenty fifteen would still be alive. Wait, why doesn't he just leave him a letter? Wait, <laughs> do you does. know? Do you know why our future is not the way it was that they had in that movie? Because it's a movie. Because they came. <laughs> because they came to the future and they changed it. Or it's a movie. <laughs> This 
like a, last week he had that one with the cap with me. <laughs> I like cap as Falcon. I like Falcon as cap right after that. They changed the future. That's why we don't have the flying cars and the hoverboards. No, they changed, all they changed in the future on accident was that, that Marty is now smart enough to not hit that Rolls Royce because he is so frazzled by being called the chicken. Yes. Everything else would still be on schedule. Because yes. if you went to Universal Studios, the Institute of Future Technology, <laughs> or it's a movie. Did you dress up? At, uh, no, I just I have. Because you have a picture of you. I have, yeah, but I have that's uh, Last Exit to Nowhere, my favorite uh, movie T-shirt website. They have Hill Valley High School shirts. They have Twin and Lone Pine. Mall As shirts. I said that day, working at. at, at Do you have a hoverboard? Yeah, I have the Mattel hoverboard. I didn't realize there was that much Back to the Future clothes. Because <laughs> the first 20 people that came in were all like, oh, look. Well, I think also the, the Puente Hills Mall where they did a showing there. Yeah. They did a showing at 429. Was that where it was no. shot? Yeah. yeah. The question is, did, did they have you... terrorists show up and shoot somebody? <laughs> did they have Libyans show up? You gotta do a little it's stunt show. You have to do a little stunt show and put like a, a Kodak kiosk and have them like, oh, and then crash right in. That's the it. fun thing. It's a look back at the... At the the hell with the 1955 one. Go back and look at 1985 and go, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. What, is, what is film processing? Why do they do yeah. it in a shack in the middle of a parking lot? <laughs> oh, fun, fun story. So at, at where, where I work, we sell all disposable cameras, and it just feels really weird when people ask me, like, uh, how does this work? I'm like, okay, so you have to wind it up after after every picture, and then you're like, and then this one, this one Do I get to see like, it as I'm doing it? Like, no, yes, it's called a viewfinder. No, no basically, like, and, then they're, they're, and they're like, what how do I get this email to <laughs> No, no, they're like, they're like, what do I do when it's done? Like, okay, take so it you to a Costco. You say, now you take it to like a Walgreens or CVS, and they should have a photo processing plate, and you drop it off there, and they're like, oh. How can I take a selfie if I can't see it? Selfie! Yeah, it's a it's So, okay, so I take weird. a picture that I don't like, can I delete it? Uh, no, <laughs> once, it, once it's there, it's permanent. So, did anyone wear their pants inside out? I did the pockets. I did pockets. The poke it, the the photo, but I got to put my stuff in my I pockets. I do that every day except for <laughs> that was that to me that was like the oddest choice that they made for that movie. It's funny, but it's also if you look in the movie, like the pockets are reversible, but people can still put mm-hmm. stuff in the pockets into the reversed pockets. So when I when I, I don't have that luxury, <laughs> I have regular. 2015 pants. You don't have future technology pants anymore. So when I when I turned my pockets inside out, because I, I was wearing a pair of dark jeans, the pockets were dark too, so you couldn't really tell. <laughs> and then every time I'd go to stick my hands in my pockets or go to like put my phone in my pocket or something, I was screwed. That's why you don't do that. You just, yeah. You do it for for fun, and then you get like, all right, I gotta get serious here. Let me put my pocket, cell phone in my pocket. And the pockets in my work pants weren't aren't big enough, so. Yeah, I couldn't do it. <laughs> My don't work anymore. <laughs> Did the dog drip them out? Amelia wants to be on the podcast. She apparently wants to be yeah, on the podcast. Be part of the why did you eat the cable? Amelia, why did you eat the <laughs> Nintendo cable? <laughs> Your silence speaks more than why, words why ever so, We know you did it. She, okay. don't <laughs> she shakes her head no. <laughs> she did, you, did you eat the Nintendo cable? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> okay. So, um, anybody got anything else you want to talk about, real quick? Um, Can we talk about the fact that I can't hear everybody in my headphones anymore. But a, a little small note since we're kind of still yeah. on Back to the Future that I was looking at the videos online for the Jimmy Kimmel appearance, mm-hmm. and you can tell how much people still love this franchise because yeah. even they're like. 
was like, yeah, he looks old, but you know, he's still a great guy. Look at him, there's this and that. I love the character, I love this and that. You know? well, I think it also helps that everybody loves Michael J. Fox. Well, it was like one yeah. of the few videos that you see online with like no negative comments about like, it. Yeah, you know, like just people love Michael J. Fox. Exactly. I mean, you think about people, you think about people who are stars from now or then or whatever, they nobody like trolls or anything like that and Michael J. Fox is one of them. It's like, well, really, what are you going to say? But even if he didn't, you know, even if he wasn't suffering from some I'm not, disease I'm, I'm or anything else, that. you I'm take that aside, Michael J. Fox was always, even before, you know, he he was always he was one a, of those guys. He was a popular actor, too. Popular yeah. actor, he was always one of those guys. People everybody was big family ties was. Yeah, oh, yeah, huge. I mean, that's the reason why he was in that role. It was like, oh, let's let's. They got rid of Eric story. Stoltz for him. But, well, but we just talking about like family ties, the the showrunner and the director is like, no, we you can't leave to make this movie, because you know we need you on the set, and then eventually you know like after so long, and once they decide to recast the uh, Eric Schultz, they're like, well yeah, well you're gonna record in the morning for us on Family Ties, and then you're gonna shoot Back to the Future at night. So he was working all day. Right. Could so you imagine Back to the Future? you know, young and able to actually do all the things that he was going to do. In fact, he's still married to uh, Tracy mm-hmm. Pollock. Tracy Pollock? Tracy Pollock. Pollock or Pollock? I think, I think it's Pollock. 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 But anyway, yeah. So when he met, he actually met before. <laughs> no, but I mean, it was... And he also keeps out of the... He also, like, he like very few celebrities, but I think there's some of them are actually starting to get it. It's like, you don't, like, it's like you, you only choose to be in the public spotlight if you only you're in the public spotlight if you choose to be. Look, if you allow a... yourself to sort of do crazy things for attention mm-hmm. and then go like, oh no, stop following me around. Like, well, yeah, it's like all the you have all the the news stories of you, know, Miley Cyrus going. I don't understand why the paparazzi follows me. She sends her itinerary to TMZ because she really wants to be followed. Right. And she says that sort of thing just because fans are like, oh, go on Twitter. I'm gonna go eat at this restaurant tonight. Uh, sounds yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go eat at vegan chicken. Oh, I'm gonna be naked if you want to come see me. I don't understand why everybody's well, so, you know, and, Hire. and that's Hire. because the like uh, Mark Hire. Anthony, who was married to Jennifer Lopez, when they were married, oh, she disappeared from the public spotlight because he's a private person. Yeah, and then, and then once once they got once divorced, they, once she figured out, no one's talking about me anymore, and I haven't had a movie role in a few years. Right. One, one, my ass is going to talk about my butt. My and ass is always going to look like this. I remember when I went with Ben Affleck, and everybody loved me. Okay? I was Jennifer. Or Benefer, or whatever. Tacos. <laughs> love you more than I love tacos. One of the greatest South Park episodes. But Michael J. Fox, even when he was on Spin City, was amazing. You yeah. know. Mm-hmm. But he and he was one of those actors. There is one of those actors that everybody is always. You know, they never had a a bad thing to say about him. He was always. You know, if you're working That's with, he was a member of the mob and had. <laughs> um. Well, I will say the good thing is watching the Jimmy Kimmel thing. It does look like he is looking a lot better. I mean, he's not moving around as much. He's not twitching as much. He's got more so control over. I mean, even when like he did the NBC out. television, he you know. blinks a lot and he moves his head left and right. Well, you can see when he's putting the he's putting the Nike thing on his other like yeah. You, yeah that was that one video. There. It's not look. He's he's not going to be as bad as Muhammad Ali mm-hmm. because Muhammad Ali's Parkinson is also brought on by the fact that he got punched in the face for four fucking you know. Years and years and years. Forty yeah. years. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, it's mm-hmm. he has he has a disease that he's able to you know kind of control or whatever. But and it's also he got the disease at a far later time than Muhammad Ali yeah. did too, and the technology and the medical mm-hmm. science is sort of there to you know it's not an immediate death sentence or a completely debilitating disease. Right. Uh, you know, granted, if they catch it soon enough, and 
I, I loved I loved the um, the little video that Christopher Lloyd shot when it comes to the future, you know, in the DeLorean, and says, "Look, it may be different, but it's because we may, you know, we're yeah, not beholden." I was the cynic. <laughs> were you? Well, everyone else is like, "This is amazing. The this future is hard." And I said, "All right, yeah." He says a whole bunch of like really great. The future is your crap. But let's talk about the real reason, the real thing. This Christopher Lloyd looks terrible. <laughs> Doc Brown is leaving us really soon. <laughs> And everyone else is just like, look how amazing this is. It's just it's so warm and fuzzy and it's got a great message. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Who cares? Look at how bad he looks right now. I like Jesus it. Jesus Christ. I thought it was. Yeah. Just... Well, then you got your answer as to why 2015 yes, is different. I did. So you don't need to ask us. <laughs> yes, I did. I wanted to throw it out there since you are an enthusiast. That would have been the better video. It gets out like, it's just a movie. Shut up already. <laughs> You're not getting a hoverboard. You're not getting flying cars. No one has their pockets out. And whatever the hell Biff is wearing on his fucking head, no one's ever going to wear that shit. The Griff. Whatever. I don't care who the name is. It's just a movie. All I care about is that the residual checks get to my door on time. So I love the, the in Galaxy Quest, he, like when Tim Allen's having a decidedly bad day, but then they ask him, like, I have a question. In episode 23, when you fight the thing and you go to this part of the, and you go to this corridor to this room and he's like, it's just a television show. You gotta check out. What Rick does. <laughs> you gotta you gotta check out uh, Alan Tinnick's uh, Con Men. I keep Con telling Man. you, Doug Rick is seventy years old and he's dead. It's uh he 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 basically you know he he he's taken his Serenity character, but they've converted it to a different series and he's now doing all the cons and stuff like he normally would, <laughs> and he's so cynical about the way the fans are with well, it. Well, that's it's all the way back to to Saturday Night Live and and. Um... Uh, uh, William Shatner. Yeah. Get a life. Get a life. Yeah. <laughs> what do you care? You. You. Have you ever kissed a girl before? And people. And you know the weird thing about that is people got really upset at William Shatner, and that's just the Saturday Night Live Jew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's so funny is because Alan Tunick standing in front of the shot. There's like the hotel he's staying in is showing the video of the of the series, which only did like 13 episodes or something. Go figure. Like Firefly, uh, and he's standing in front of it because. And he's talking to somebody. He goes, "Look, it's sci-fi. It's supposed to be about the future, but all the fans care about is the past." And I was like, "Wow, Chris should be watching this." <laughs> <laughs> they kept asking. That's the point where I stand up and go, "Preach on, sister." <laughs> they kept asking, "Do you want to do a movie based on the show?" He's like, "No, God, no. For <laughs> the love of God, let it go." Yes. And it's just like I'm like, man, Chris should watch this show. <laughs> I think, you know, but I also think, like, as much as... Yeah, but then one of those idiots said, like, oh, yeah, I'd go back and do the TV series. Thanks, asshole. Yeah. Well, then they all said it, yeah. But it's yeah. The... And again, they're in a Firefly event. What are they going to say? Would you go back and do it? No. no. Boo! Oh, I don't like him anymore. But see, that's, that was kind of one of the things with it. There was a joke, he's doing a panel, and this girl asked him, would you want to do... The show's called Spectrum. He goes, would you rather do a Spectrum show or a movie? Or they call Fly Fire. <laughs> or he was he was up Lightning for a Clint Bob. Eastwood movie. He said, "So would you would you rather do the Clint Eastwood movie or the Spectre movie?" And he's kind of standing there a second. He's already told him that he hates sci-fi and all this shit. And he goes, um, "Spectre movie," and they all start cheering and everything. It's like you know that that's what happens. They get yeah. up there and it's like. Fuck no! I'd rather go out there and do the Clint Eastwood movie. I'd rather work, you know, for but, the Cohen Brothers. Or well, that's right, when everyone, you know, it became like this big thing of, I think it was even Nathan Fillion that said it at this uh, this event that's like celebrating Firefly. Like, would you do another Firefly movie? I'd love to do another movie in a TV series. I, I got totally don't. Uh, that's not a verbal contract. And I'm like, and I'm sitting there like, and people are taking like, see, see, he's he'd do it. He took. It's like, 
Of course he's going to say that. Because he doesn't want to hurt your feeling. It's no, a your feeling. He wants to get out of that room alive. Yes. <laughs> if he sits up there like, no, I'm never going to do Firefly again. I did 13 episodes. I did a movie. None of y'all watched it. And admit it, everyone in this room, there's less than a third of you, you that didn't actually watched it. it. You didn't go to the theater. You didn't go it. to the fucking theater. You didn't watch it every single week. You didn't buy the products that were being advertised during the show. You didn't do it. They would run at him with pitchforks and of kill course. him now and just be like, he, he ruined my dream of having another Firefly TV. Because as long as he keeps saying that, in the back of their heads, they're going, this is going to happen. In 2025, they're going to make Firefly. He's going to be rolling around in a wheelchair going, I don't know what this shit's going to do anymore. He's no longer well, That's why I sort of like, like uh, I think, you know, fandom has sort of shifted to, like, there's like people, you know, like, people like what they like, but they also, they do have that nostalgia. But I think that sort of plays into the, I, like, the area today where a lot of, like, remakes are starting to really grind on people's ears. And it's not just fans' ears anymore. People are like, I want original movies. I don't want to see the 10th try at, you know, at, at something. I don't want to... But do you think that's why Jurassic World worked so well? Because it wasn't a it remake. Was a it was a bo- reboot. Or, yeah. I mean, it was, it, was, it was a continuation. Yeah. It was a movie that played on the nostalgia of that old movie without it being... If, if Jurassic World would have been a remake of Jurassic Park, it wouldn't have been anywhere near as huh. successful. No. It had to play on the idea that 20-something years ago, they made a movie about a park that didn't work. Mm-hmm. The biggest, the first line in the trailer, the park is open. That was their big thing. This exists. We've kind of turned it on its edge, but we know... Uh, it's what it would have been about 20 years later. Yeah, the in-universe past exists. Mm-hmm. The, and that's what's, that's what's important to people. And, you know, despite as divisive as something like Jurassic World has been with people, but it's that, not to say that, but it made a lot of money, but it also made a lot of money knowing that, like, you can't just remake Jurassic Park. Right, yes. And that's that. That's the smart decision. It, like, when with something like Tron Legacy also, you can't just remake Tron. That's a really weird movie mm-hmm. that is really weirdly paced. And, you gotta and re- I thought they did a great idea. Yes, they did. And did a great job of going, Tron exists. We're taking characters from that original film. We're taking ideas from that original film, and we're building on them. Right. Again, we're talking about Ghostbusters. I think Ghostbusters, if it existed in universe, people would not be as people angry. wouldn't be, and it would be like, okay, I, they, we have this idea. We're gonna have franchises across, and they, I mean, it, Ghostbusters two plays off the same thing. Yeah. Because there was so much time in between. This idea that they're just B rate, C rate celebrities now doing birthday parties because they captured they can't all the ghosts do anything and right. they, yeah i mean it's it, that's the sort of thing you have to play off of right and that's also sort of where i see the failing of kingdom of the crystal skull because there is a cutoff point you know like does kingdom, anyone, kingdom of the crystal does skull does anyone really want to see old i think you Harrison were there we, yeah, you were there when we were talking about this you, they had something they could have made that movie so much better if it had if it had really addressed not only his age right. but the differences generationally of what we think of Harrison Ford, when we were watching those movies in the 80s, going, this is cool, this is awesome. And now, this new sensibility, where if those movies came out now, he's just a great robber. Why is he dis- Why is he destroying right. these cultural artifacts? Yeah, the ultra... The, he, oh my god, there's they, Nazis in him. Yeah, they would have played on that idea. They showed the swastika. I mean, yeah. that's... Not, not necessarily that, but this idea that what his culture is already changing. What he was doing is no longer acceptable. If you put it after World War II, where he's saying, really, what was the point of all of this? Mm-hmm. You know, we just fought a major war. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of people that are dead. We know what happened in Germany. And I was looking for, for a grail. I was looking for an ark. 
I was looking for stones before that. His whole and there's a little bit of that in there when he's sitting in that room with Mac or whatever, whoever yeah. the other guy is. He was kind of like things got very important very quickly. Yes. we were a part of the military because he was already sitting there. That's the basis of raiders is the government comes to him and says, if Hitler gets a hold of this thing, we don't know. What we don't know happen. what's going to happen right. because even if it's fake, even if it's even if we don't believe in this idea that whoever holds the ark can just lay waste to any army on earth. It gives him this confidence. It gives Hitler this... this, this it gives him something over his people, too. And that's where it's like... There, there's an importance to those movies when you watch Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It isn't there. there. Yeah, there's no... like, it's like uh, The gravitas in that movie doesn't exist. Right, it's like, it, doesn't, it doesn't do a good job of really addressing that character. Right. Like it, Not we're going to see but, Star Wars in two months. Right. Are they going to address the idea that Han Solo's very old? Now, who maybe it isn't because in this universe... Uh, humans are able to to last longer or what have you or have different ages because they're not the same as ours or what have you so maybe there isn't there but that can be part of the story that's there they were already talking about legacy that, that that's the theme of this it's these characters that are older that aren't able to do the things that they were before mm-hmm. it can be something very very strong and very important but when it's just oh we're just going to take you know, and we're just going to take the original episode four. And we're going to recast it with younger actors. Right. And we're going to do something. And you're gonna, you're gonna faster and whatever. Right. And it's because it, like one, nobody wants to see their heroes get old, and that's usually that's usually the big issue of it. It's like it's the reason why comic book heroes don't age. Really, I mean, in all honesty, they don't age because of talking about nostalgia right. and going nostalgia. Back. Yeah, but, but it, and that's the thing is like yeah, Spider Man is always going to be a young thirty something because. That's Spider-Man, you know, you can only go so far, or take an idea like that person. I mean, like, as much as, you know, Cap being an old guy now in Marvel Comics, it's temporary. Yes. Because in a couple of years, there, yeah, will, so. there will be a point where somebody will go, kind we kind of need Steve Rogers again, and they'll do what they need to do. They'll do time travel, or they'll... They'll, they'll do something. We'll I mean, this vial of super serum again. Oh, right. oh, look at this. Where was this? It was under your shoe? Oh. Yeah. I didn't know they hey. kept this in my boot. Well, this thing is... The Iron Nail takes the super serum out of him that he didn't destroy, it, and he still has it somewhere. Correct, or had it somewhere. Yeah, yeah, and it's the and and what something like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull it became like this really big issue. Like not only is Indy old, but he looks old, and they're not really talking about it. Yeah, there's just that that kind of throwaway line in the beginning of like, oh, I thought I thought that was farther. Right. Like, wasn't if that would have been the, the whole film has to be that poor that that idea yes. of fifteen years ago this would have been a lot easier. What am I? What am I doing? Right. And the legacy aspects there. He goes to find Marion again. They they Marion is a totally but, different character. But they miss everything with Marion because like I again this is probably retreading something that the one person that listens to this podcast heard three weeks ago. His his relationship with Marion is so different. Mm-hmm. It's so. I mean, he basically leaves her. Right. He just you know I'm in a relationship with you. I left you. I left your father. I. There's so much more that's there. If, if Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was actually a quieter movie that would have addressed Indiana Jones's past, his father is dead, mm-hmm. the, the Marcus is dead, uh, and it's it's just a lot. He's basically line. now yeah. just a professor. That, I mean, it just that was in the military. That should have been a Spielberg movie, as Spielberg is doing movies now. Yes, it would have been fantastic. It would have been amazing. And it, I know what it was. You know, you're looking at it going, "Well, the kids got to see it." What, you're not making that movie for kids. You're making a movie for us. It's got to be action packed. That's kind of what episode paced. seven is going to be. Episode one, I think Lucas right. makes the mistake of going instead of making that film for 25, 30 year olds, I made it for five year olds. Right. 
Right. Here, JJ, hopefully JJ Abrams is looking at this like, I'm making this for 25 to 40 year olds. I'm making this for the guys who went to see the movies mm-hmm. in the theater when they were kids or you know, or, or the people that discovered it on video with their big brothers or right. their, their it, mom and dad. Because kids are going to like it no matter what. It's got yeah. it's got aliens and it's got laser beams. And that's Look. really all kids care about because they just want, you know, kids just like to consume and they just, you know, kids take out of it whatever they have because it's, 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 kids are and you can also do the, you that. can also do the silly stuff in the cartoons. But you look could, at them, go back to Jurassic World. One of the biggest demographics of Jurassic World is is fifteen, sixteen year old kids who were not alive when that first movie came out. Right, that were born in ninety four, ninety five, ninety six. They know the culture of that film because it was such a big film and such a, a cultural touchstone for so long. But they didn't, you know, they weren't like me that went to see it on opening day and sort of five times that summer or whatever. But you you're still able to enjoy it for what it is. Right. It's a different sensibility. I think you're looking at it through a different set of glasses. Of because the movie is also as cynical as I think the audience is in its own weird way. But I'm I, I thought it was very self referential yes. yeah. for what it was what it was doing. And for me, that was one of my bigger issues with it. And it's not that it, not that it wasn't a needed thing, but that became for me one of the things where it's like, all right, guys, uh, do we like I, I understand corporatism and marketing. Oh, okay, I, I get it. Let's get the story. But I think that's also, in a weird way, the world we live in. It's totally. I mean, look at look at when you go to Disneyland or you go to Universal or somewhere, and you you have you know the dole symbol up over the over the uh, tiki hut, right? You know, or you have uh, <laughs> to talk about FedEx. It, that's been there for forty years. Right. Yeah, but that's been there for forty years. They don't have a Samsung presents, you know. But they had a Sleeping Beauty's castle at Disneyland. But they used to for a while. When don't you remember the uh, Space Mountain was brought to you by right, FedEx because or they didn't have the money to fund everything themselves. Right. Yeah, but again, they did that when I was a kid. Right. Right. Nowadays, the, 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 there's the, the, almost nothing the, left. Uh, the Tiki Room was always well. That's because they sell the dull. They sell yeah. the dull pineapple. Well, that was it. Yeah. Is they gave a break to Dole mm-hmm. to put something there. Sunkist used to be right across that orange cream donut. Oh my God, the orange glazed donut. Yeah, but, but, but remember, all, most like especially in a park like Disneyland versus many other parks, all, most of that is gone because Disney is self sufficient. But even yeah. if you look at what you know, the main the main hub right there for Jurassic World. Before you get to the the uh, yeah, it's a Starbucks you, and uh, Jimmy Buffett and Samsung. For it's like walking through center. downtown Disney. Mm-hmm. But downtown Disney isn't Disneyland. That's supposed that that is a joke on it's it's a it's a weird joke on the main street of Disneyland which does not have any product place. I don't think it's a joke on Disneyland. I think but it's, it's also like that universal empty empty yeah. parks in general. And it's a, it's a yeah. theme park thing. Yes. And it's a it's not even a theme park thing. It's a sports thing. It's a yes. You know it's it's mm-hmm. right because the, you know, the you line that he has of, you know why not just call just why not just have them be you know Tostito Don and. Right, and it's the, the Verizon like Wireless presents the right. Indominus Rex. Right, and, and that's, that's that's very much a sports thing too, because you got to peck the a park, huge sports AT and T, Jack Murphy Stadium, that yeah. renamed as Qualcomm when they bought yeah. it and stuff like that. Well, no, even if you walk into the into you know the main concourse of it, the Microsoft, uh, it's the it used to be. It's right here in LA Live. It was at one point. Uh, it's the Nokia Theater. It used to be the mm-hmm. Nokia Theater, but now it's the Microsoft Theater. Oh, and I listened. Never got bought and Nokia. I was listening to the radio, and it was it was like at the Microsoft Theater, formerly the Nokia Theater. Yeah. Well, they had to do that when Glenn Ellen Blockbuster Pavilion got right. brought right. out by whoever it was. It was like formerly Glenn Ellen Blockbuster Pavilion is now 
Glenn Allen Hollywood Video Pavilion or whatever the hell it became yeah. or whatever. But I, I like the fact that, that they, they had that in there and that aspect and they they made they, you well know. that was a part of the story. Right. The, the, the story if you if you really watch Jurassic Park it is complete satire. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a satirical movie about what it takes to get people to actually like a movie like Jurassic Park. Right. Or Jurassic World. When you start talking about fandom, the the thing with fandom is that rises cynicism and that ownership. Yes. That you own whatever you know, and then yeah, and exactly. Becomes, yeah, and it's it's a lot of it's just, just reading out before we started today that there's this uproar about Grayson number thirteen that hasn't even come out yet. They put two two pages on the preview, and it features a uh, Grayson's getting an exam by Spiral, and it has some sexual innuendo in it, and people have gone to Twitter to register how uncomfortable they feel because they feel that Grayson got violated. And, and, that, like, and if Grayson's all, Dick Grayson's also a character that's been raped like three times. Yeah, yeah. and that's what they're like. You know, well, it's they the same thing as we were Grayson, talking about. But here's, here's the thing. Here's the point of it. The, the one that they point out specifically on Bleeding Cool is a woman who says, I've had, I've been sexually assaulted before. I have a problem with this. This makes me feel uncomfortable. And eventually, um, uh, Tim Seeley, who's writing the book, in this Twitter kind of back and forth, he's very sweet. He's like, I'm sorry that you had that experience, but this is... You know, I'm going to cre- I'm going to create what I want to. This create. is it, and then he finally says, maybe you shouldn't be reading this book. Right, and then the firestorm becomes: how much of this? How are we going to change? We have to continually change all of our entertainment in order to satisfy that everybody. one person. And that's yeah. where you look at a film like Avengers that's afraid to do this or afraid to do that or afraid to do this because we don't want to piss off that one thing. We, everything is based off of. And how it, many it didn't matter with Avengers too. You know, uh, uh, the uh, the ultra PC crowd misinterpreted the one line of dialogue that the Black Widow, the Black Widow has, has oh, yeah. where she's like, they you know they made me a monster, mm-hmm. and they're like, how dare you say she's a monster exactly. because she can't you know it's like because because and of her not being able miss, to have children. Miss the entire part of that scene yeah. in which she feels yeah. that she is a monster because as of the what way she feels as a character and, and for what it's they not, did to yeah, her. Yeah, J.J. Abrams isn't saying anyone who can't ha- any woman who can't have children is a demonic monster. That's not what he's no. saying. No, and then they chased the guy you off of Twitter you, you for, mean you know, after her, They chased him off of Twitter One after of like J three days of harassment. Movies. Exactly. And that's and that's the sort of thing is, is we have we feel we have this ownership of anything anything that makes us feel uncomfortable. Right. Look. But here's the thing. If no, they, no, no, no. Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory gets to the point where it offends me. I went on Facebook and just said, I'm no longer watching this Done. because I think this this show is offensive to me, me, and I stopped watching it. Thirty years ago, if you, something offended you, you stopped you stop consuming it. Yeah. Now, if something offends you, not only am I going to stop consuming it, but I have to make sure everybody else stops. And you're going to get a million other people to follow you. No, 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 I'm just saying. It's it's not even it's it's if I'm if I'm offended by God, if I'm offended by The Walking Dead, it's not that I don't want to watch it. I have to make sure I'm that sure. Ethan doesn't want to watch it's, it. It's, <laughs> exactly. It's the night. It's, it's the because 90s, you, haven't, you, know? so you haven't been saying anything, and he knows it's on right it's now. It's the 90s, think of the children, but disguised. But they've changed their face to try and make it, to tr- sort of ch- change the, shift the goalpost is really what it is. And it, you know it, it's the Ooh, Sebastian gave a sports reference. No, no, moving the goalposts is a is a debate reference because that's when somebody begins to alter their argument. The more you press against them, to Come sort on, of I was giving you, I'm making you macho there. No, it's okay. <laughs> but it's, okay, wait, 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 real quick with the, the Grayson thing. If if you're uncomfortable, if you're uncomfortable because of in my safe space. <laughs> that was awesome. 
<laughs> the safe space was so great. I am reality, and I'm going to tear your safe space down brick by brick. Oh my god, that was so... You haven't watched it yet, have you? Nope. Oh god, watch it. Yeah, that's great. What are we talking about? South Park. No, because you were talking about, like, you know, it, that's the thing. Everyone, of every, you know, I'm offended, and I have to ensure that nobody else can be to if enjoy I'm it, too. offended, then everybody should be offended. Yes. And, and then to go so far as to not understand why other people aren't offended. Right. But here's the thing with the Grayson thing. If you're offended by that and you're you're sensing that, look, I w- this happened to me and I feel this because of what you wrote, the writer did the right job. The writer did well, the job that they did. Well, he says that in, in his Twitter thing. He says sometimes art makes you feel uncomfortable. Yes. Right. Sometimes fiction and, makes and, you feel and, uncomfortable. And like, as much as like the run has been hit and miss with me, mad respect for Tim Seeley because... That like a lot. There's a lot of people nowadays who would not stick to their guns, mm-hmm. and 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 it's not that you know, and, and it's not that the person who told him like this makes me uncomfortable, is you know, it's like no, your your feelings are yours, and you are not in the wrong to feel right. that way. But in the end, your exposure is completely within your control. Mm-hmm. If you want to collect the book, you can buy the book, but you don't have to read it. And if you just want to skip an issue, it's okay. It's okay that you have been affected this way by the comic book. And you do have a choice not to read it. And for me, I like for me the my my ethical and moral sensibility send to go. It's like it's like it's like you can feel that way all you like. That's fine. But if he wants to tell the story this way, that's that's his own thing. Correct. You know, it's he's like everybody has a right to say something. You also have a right to to ignore to them, them. Yeah, to ignore or them or to say something. Or if you want to have a dialogue or say something, yeah, you're free to do that too. And if nothing goes anywhere, then you can stop. But that's where. Like, like, you know, crazy things like the Milo Minara variant. It's a variant. Most stores aren't even going to order it. You don't have to buy it. It's mm-hmm. okay. Just buy the book you want. Or if you feel like you really want to affect them, then vote with your wallet. If, if, if 10,000 other people really feel the way you feel, don't buy it. Yeah. But I've got a sneaking suspicion most of you aren't really buying it anyways. You just need to be angry about something. Well, it's funny because uh, the Big Bang Theory last week, they the one of the things they were doing is that they're, uh, Stuart was trying to figure out why he couldn't get more girls to come into to the shop and everything. Oh, and God, he, I heard about that. He's got oh. a big Amanda Connors poster up there. And the girls are like, well, here's one good reason. You know, you have a girl up here that's on her knees with a chain around her neck. And, you know, it, 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 women may find that offensive. I'm like... Dude, really? A chick fucking drew this. Yes. You know? Well, they don't know that because right. it's the Big Bang Theory. But again, that's the... that's the, And it's, we're in the age of but digital. Is, a chick drawing doesn't make it right. It's, it's where... How far are you going to go? It's, there's a difference between a, a, a two-page spread in which Grayson is being medically examined and the person examining him is basically saying that he has nice balls. Yes. And something where he's raped repeatedly by somebody else. Oh, yeah. There's just... no, there's no repercussions or anything for it. I mean, it's, there are, I'm not saying that there aren't things that are worth getting offended about. I'm not saying that there are things right. that, that deserve to have some sort of uh, commentary, some sort of outrage or something like that. But it's just, when you start to say that the reason I don't like your comic book, the reason I don't like this film is because it doesn't fit my personal sensibilities. And now I need to make sure that everybody else does it. That's, it's it's been it's it's owning your own fandom. It's I don't like the prequels, so I'm not I'm not only going to not watch them. I'm going to make sure that everybody on this planet knows that if they watch them, they're the stupidest people on the planet, and then I'm never ever ever going to talk to them again. And I hate them, and I just I don't want to do anything. Jonah X. It, 
No, but it, you're absolutely yeah, but right. Is, with Jonah Hex, you're totally wrong. <laughs> but again, it's not like I stopped talking to you because you saw Jonah Hex. Correct. I'm just telling you. You, you just tell me how a, stupid you I am. A very, very it, poor it, decision. It took you a couple weeks to you know, start talking to him. Yeah, yeah, that was super hard. But Sebastian absolutely hates the prequels. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm willing to watch it. It's not like Sebastian's going to stop. He's, he's made his argument. I've made my argument that there are pieces of the. That's kind of the end of it. We can have some fun with it. But when it gets to the point where if I put on my, my Facebook. I'm, I'm okay with the prequels. And Sebastian unfriends me. Like, what are you doing? He right. blocks you, you completely. Yeah, and that's what that's what art is. It's about right. It's, and, it's, it's and aesthetics. And it's that's about the thing. And, and and a lot of people are sort of you know sort of feel like it's like oh well we can't voice our concerns. It's like no, please voice your concerns, but you should but not. understand. Sometimes yeah. your concerns don't get don't get yeah. Be able to be be able to be prepared to have be debated. Right. Not yeah. Not, not just be prepared to be debated, but it's also the fact that like you should never expect that somebody should kowtow because of something that you don't like. This is what I used to be on the G.I. Joe forums. Oh, God. We need to change the book. The book has 10,000 readers, and there's six of you. Why is it going to change the book? Yeah. <laughs> if those 10,000 people stopped buying it, which is what ended up happening, guess what happened? The book that's got canceled. Right. right. It's, and that, it's, it's, it's strange, but yeah, fandom is very strange, because you can tailor your fandom. I've been a Ghostbusters fan for a really long time, but you know what, like, like, I haven't been on Ghostbusters forums in years because the mm-hmm. fandom is my own. I buy my books, I buy my comics. I don't really care what anybody else thinks about it. Well, we, we talked about that. We kind of talked you about know, this last I love the fact that we're talking about this. is for doing a podcast. Right. Right. <laughs> Where we want people to listen, listen to, to us. <laughs> this is so meta. <laughs> so everyone out there, don't listen to anything that I say or Sebastian says. Yes, don't, you do not have to take our words for granted. We're going to tell you what's good and what's bad, and you're not going to listen to us. <laughs> Go see Jonah Hex. We don't care. Go see Jem. Whatever. I don't Oh, that reminds me. Jem. I'm going to live Jem. Or you kicked oh, out of theaters I mean, immediately. Yeah, Dude, I mean, I mean... There's one thing to dislike to, I, a movie. I don't go to Jurassic Park forums. I love Jurassic Park, but it's also because, like, I don't really have anything, like, there's only so much that can really be said to talk about anyone, not not to mention, like, a thousand people, but if people want to go on the forum, that's totally cool. But there's a difference between going on forums and voicing your opinion and sending death threats to the director because you dislike the movie. Well, that's, a, again... Are those credible, though? And it's one of those things, like, yeah, it's stupid, but then he also goes, like, it's really anybody gonna... Like, you know, you know what you should be doing? Like the police usually say, probably shouldn't post a death threat. You probably just go straight to the police. Right. Uh, again. Yeah, well, I mean, if, if they are going to send death threats, I mean, would you think it should be the creator going to the police, or should it be... It should be, absolutely. I mean, no, the, the person who made the death threat should go to the police and say, <laughs> I want to kill Tim Seeley. Because, <laughs> you know, that's the thing is, and it's not... And it, it, Death threats are, you know, they're no joke, and I don't want to make it sound like they're I, I'm making any less of the idea of getting a death threat. Because, you know, it, it's a serious thing, and even if it's just, you know, internet, you know, trash talk, the, the truth is, is the, the, basically the rules they give you is like, don't give it credibility by putting it out there, don't give it attention, because that's essentially, even if, the, even if the death threat is incredible, if you get a death threat from a guy from Australia, you know, and you live in Southern California, mm-hmm. he's not really going to pay the 1500 bucks. Oi, mate, I'm going to fly out there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, what the and, fuck wait, wait. was that? It depends on how Didn't, much he hates you. Hold on. Didn't Nacho Man cross the country just to kick Rich in the ass? He did. Yeah, that was a credible death threat. Yep. Holy we, shit. we have to introduce... Sebastian's never been introduced to Nacho Man. One of these days. I'll find, I'll find out about Nacho Man. But no, you really should. Like, if, you, if, you, if, if you really do fear for your life, please go to the police. Don't give the person attention. Because one, you're just giving them what they want. 
And that's just not me. That's, you know, that's just, that, that's just me parroting what they actually do tell you to do. Go to the police. They'll investigate. They'll find out if it's credible. Because the last thing you want is for the person to feel validated by their death threat. And now you're going to get 10 other death threats. And it's like, it's like, well, he didn't say any, he, like, so, oh, he acknowledged his last guy. I want to get a rise out of him. Even if it's for the movie Gem and the Holograms? Because it's, it's a stupid movie. Nobody should. Look, if you don't want to go see it, just don't go see it. But you have to go see it. No, I don't. Because uh, you're a gem fan, and you it's have my to, money. You have to know. You're a gem it. fan, and you have to. It's you have my to be money. Part of it. I don't have to do it. Exactly. Okay, okay here. I'll spend it. Okay, hold on. Hold I, on. I got. I got super important stuff here. Bethy wants to know if we want Little Caesars. <laughs> and I'm kind of hungry. We got. We're all good for pizza. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, fans. Oh my God, do, yes. do, do all of you? That are listening to us, all three of you. Do you you want, want, want Little Caesars? Put a comment on our iTunes and put your home address, and we will send you Little Caesars. There's going to be a guy listening in Indonesia, like, what's Little Caesars? Yeah, that's a, I'm kind of. I was just getting curious. I want to. I, know, I have to I say, want what, Little Caesars. What is this Little Caesars? Why that, do, why that's Indonesia. You, no, is that no. Indonesian? No, I heard Ind. That's it. Ind and N. Indian, Indonesia. Indian, Indonesia. I was checking over our uh, listens this last week, and they all want Little Caesars. <laughs> they knew they they, they went ahead in time. They uh, no, they but hopped we, in the we've door. Had, like China, we had the uh, the uh, we had Korea, the Guam dude. We had Guam, but we had some like. Uh, so what you're saying is we need to start doing localized versions, <laughs> localized dubs of these podcasts. Yes. Instead of Little Caesars, we have to find out what the equivalent fast food restaurant in China is. Or in little Korea. little Zhai Zhangs. <laughs> little Zhai Zhang? Little Zhai Zhang. Shitty walk. <laughs> oh. Shitty walk. What? <laughs> the best one's the airline. No. You know you have many choices for finding airlines, and you've made the wrong one. <laughs> the, <laughs> and they crash. The, um, you know you have many choices. The one that was like two weeks ago, or three, I guess it's been like almost a month ago now, where they did the... Uh, they were taking the property. Oh, the gentrified one. No, the gentrified one. No, but the best, the best line is when he's only. Thank you for choosing shitty airlines. We know you have many choices for airlines, and you've made the wrong one. And then he jumps out of the plane. Because <laughs> I just, I want like Delta to do that. And we've landed here in Atlanta two and a half hours late. We know all of you have a lot of choices in airline travel, so we <laughs> thank you for choosing Delta, even though you've obviously made the wrong choice. All right, so we're going to get off here now. Captain speaking. I've just been informed we've landed in Georgia. <laughs> we really were supposed to be in Dallas, Texas two hours ago. <laughs> this isn't Las Cruces. <laughs> it's my mistake that I thought we'd be If you look out the <laughs> so left window. we're all to do our voices <laughs> like this now, so we sound like we're coming over another So, so what's the crux of the issue? <laughs> this is your captain speaking. If you look out the left side of the airplane, you'll see the Atlantic Ocean. This is going to be a problem, considering we were supposed to fly to California from Houston. So somewhere we made a wrong turn here. We're going to keep going a little further. We're just going to keep going. Yeah, that sounds like Delta Airlines. Yeah, that's Delta Thank you for flying Delta Airlines. We want everybody to know that more than likely we are going to crash. We don't have enough fuel. I think Sean is actually crying. I am honored, though, to have Bill Clinton fly my airplane. I just want you to know that... We took a wrong turn. So <laughs> Someone turned Shauna's mic off. <laughs> we, uh, we took a wrong turn because uh, one of the flight attendants is here in the uh, cabin. and uh, We got to I talking. Think by talking. <laughs> we talked about banging. Don't, don't Liz. Don't Liz, Shauna. <laughs> I also want you to know there's a hysterical passenger here. Her name is Shauna, and she is 
going insane right now. Yeah, don't forget the us. So, anyways, uh, I think we're going to wrap sorry. things up. Now. So, what's the crux of the issue? Uh, nerds, fellow nerds, do not let your nerdiness get in the way of your wallet. Uh, should please. we do? And don't should we do an episode about fan ownership? Speaking, just so you know, uh, I think we've kind of. If you don't want to buy the headphones for five dollars, you can make sure that you don't. We, we do. We talk about it quite a bit, yeah. but there. But it is. It is what a crux. Fan ownership. It's a, don't let don't let your nerdiness get in the way of your money. It's like if you really don't want to go see that sequel or remake that looks bad, just don't go. Well, see, I remember. Or we talk, uh, we're going to talk about Fantastic We, we talked now. about this. We talked about this on the show before because Chris. I mean, Chris has talked about it a, a lot where he'd go on to the GI Joe forum and he'd be screaming at people, "Stop." Buying the book if you don't like it. Yes, it's just that simple. But I believe and I deserve the book <laughs> because uh, I'm a big fan of G.I. Joe, so I have to feel I have to support it. I buy two copies every month and make sure to let everybody know that I hate it. So we're going to leave now. We're going to go out. Well, so, um, um, I believe that's why you're the problem. If we can ask all of our listeners to please put their trays up and get into the upright position. The seatbelt side is on, and we're coming in for a way. Screw the trays and, putting them in the upright position. We're asking our fans to get into the upright position. Our fans to get in the upright position as we're bringing this in for a landing. We're going to go into the Georgia local now time and is, watch, uh, No, we're here in LA. We'll be landing in LA. Local <laughs> time is 7.05. The temperature is 300 degrees. Something degrees outside. It's partly cloudy. And we thank you for flying Nerdables Airlines and we hope you have a good day. Thank you. <laughs> I think that's how we end it. Thank you. I think Amelia doesn't like playing Come on, that captain voice is fucking oh awesome.